Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2577, Five Tips for Making Extra Money, part two, by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, it'd be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Five Tips for Making Extra Money, Part 2, by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Money-making tip number two, start today. Perfection will come later. As the saying goes, the perfect is the enemy of the good. You have a choice, sit around in the planning stage forever or jump in with both feet and earn while you learn. Kimberly Palmer had an idea for digital planners created around specific life goals and didn't hesitate. She started her own Etsy shop and learned the ropes as she built her business. Sales didn't skyrocket immediately. In fact, sales were pretty sluggish at first. It wasn't until she learned how to market well that sales really began to pick up. But that's okay. Don't expect to be the ultimate small business owner when you're just getting started. You're going to make mistakes, plenty of them but you can always iterate and improve your product. Don't let the fear of failure keep you from even getting the chance to succeed. Money-making tip number three, find a mentor ASAP. Someone is already out there succeeding and making the mistakes you can learn from. Don't blunder along all alone. Find the people who have already figured out the hard stuff and follow in their footsteps. If you can present yourself as an asset to them in some way, They'll share their secrets and you can improve each other's businesses as you grow and learn. Some of my best mentoring relationships have come from one simple habit. Whenever my life has been impacted in a positive way by someone, whether it be through a book they've written, a conference they've started, or a course they teach, I try to send them an email of appreciation. No strings attached, just a simple thank you for the work that you do. I don't ever expect to get any response. But guess what I've surprisingly found? I often do get a response. In fact, many times the person I've sent the email to will ask about my story and my business. And thus, the relationship begins. Some of my best mentoring relationships have begun in this simple way. Beyond that, surround yourself with a community of people who are making their own success. You'll be able to crowdsource solutions for problems and absorb knowledge through osmosis. Money-making tip number four, planning and goal setting. I know I keep saying just do it, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't make a plan or set goals. You shouldn't get bogged down in planning phases so completely that you never get your business off the ground in the first place, but you still need a solid goal plan. Start with short-term goals, think small, achievable, and build out to long-term goals, 
reach for the moon. Better to aim high and barely miss the mark than aim low and miss the chance to overshoot. And money-making tip number five, do the work. If you're here looking for a magic way to make extra money, that's not gonna happen. There's no get-rich-quick trick. When it comes down to it, we circle back to your passion. Do you have what it takes to turn something you love doing into a money-making business? Success is only 1% passion, as they say. The other 99% is hard work. At the same time, you want to avoid burnout. What fun is living your dream if you're too worn out to enjoy it? Check out the interview with Letitia Stiles linked in this post. In it, she explains how she realized that it's not all about working to make extra money, but having the time to enjoy it. Also, in her guide to staying motivated for long-term goals, Sarah Catherine says that accountability groups can be helpful. Joining Facebook groups with like-minded people might be a good idea. Or you may wanna ask a few friends and or colleagues if they'd be willing to help you form a mastermind group. Also, keep a list of things that you've already accomplished. It's easy to get discouraged about the goals that haven't been reached, but when you take a moment to think about how far you've come, it can help you work up the gumption you need to keep moving forward. How I make extra money. For myself, the path to making extra money was to start my own blog and write about personal finance. It was easy. All I needed was a domain and a web hosting service. PT Money started as a little side hustle and I've grown it into a respectable secondary income. Does that mean everyone should blog about personal finance? Nope, I have a passion for it, which is why it works for me. I get to do what I love, talk to people about money-making and money management, and I get paid for it. I'm living my dream. What's yours? The key is to recognizing your own passions and figuring out how to monetize them. In the end, it comes down to putting yourself out there, doing the work, setting goals, marketing, and avoiding burnout. That's the path to real success. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Five Tips for Making Extra Money by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com OFD. Again, that's gusto.com OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Creating a business through monetizing your hobby could be a great way to make some extra money, but it could also lead to killing your passion for that hobby. So I just wanted to offer a word of caution here. Hobbies often serve as a personal escape from the demands of daily life. Once financial interests are introduced, 
the dynamic can shift, transforming a once passionate pursuit into a job with all the associated stress and obligations. Like for example, the administrative tasks associated with running a business. These can be time consuming and detract from the hands-on immersive experience of the hobby itself. What was once a leisurely escape may transform into a bureaucratic responsibility, impacting the overall satisfaction derived from the activity. While turning a hobby into a source of income can be rewarding, I think it's important to approach it with both passion and a realistic understanding of business fundamentals. If you wanna make extra money without monetizing your hobby, maybe consider the gig economy. One of my favorite authors on this topic is Kevin Ha, who writes a blog called The Financial Panther. Check out his post called The Ultimate List of Gig Economy Apps if you're looking for more ideas. It's incredibly comprehensive. And that's another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. I'll be back with more for you tomorrow. So have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.